back to another exciting episode of Unfiltered Podcast with Iada Nicole. That's Unfiltered with a capital T-E-R-D, because you know I be on here talking shit. So if you like to talk shit, as y'all already probably know, tune in every Wednesday for new episodes. Also, go like, subscribe, and share my IG page. That's Unfiltered with a capital T-E-R-D underscore pod underscore with Iada Nicole. That's one word, E-Y-O-D-A-N-I-K-O-L. And while you're there, check out the link in my bio to purchase your exclusive Unfiltered merch for a limited time only. We got how is everybody's weekend going so far? It is whatever. What's that? The 4th of July weekend crap. I don't really celebrate. So it's whatever. Um, in my eyes, I got a day off without pay, which sucks. Um, but it is also Black Urban Pride time um, weekend in Boston. And I got out to one of the pride parties on Friday night out at what used to be called Lido's. It's called Oceanside now. It was, a, it was a good vibe. DJs were good. The twerk contest was off the chain. Um, everybody seemed to be having a good damn time. I was supposed to go to the pool party yesterday. I ended up not going. I stayed in the house and watched Godfather of Harlem. I had a full face of makeup on, though, but I watched the um, season three of The Godfather of Harlem, so I was finally able to catch up on that. And the way that they left it, and I'm not going to spoil it for those of you who have not caught up on it, the way that they left it, there may be a season four. And there was a certain part in there, you know, I said I wasn't going to ruin it for y'all anyway, but just know that I was brought to tears. I cried. It was very sad, very sad part in the show. Anyway, so what are we going to talk about today? Something that's been on my mind, a lot of shit be on my mind if y'all haven't been able to to notice that already especially when I be out working out and being able to be by myself and have my my earbuds on and I'm walking I kind of be talking to myself <laughs> it there be some good fucking conversations going on sometimes I pick up the camera and I'll talk to y'all or whatever leave little snippets I know I definitely do that every Sunday but a lot of shit just be going through my mind so I just be jotting shit down that I want to talk about um so I know the last episode I said that I was going to do some, go back and do my, my research or go back and do my due diligence for that psychiatrist, psychologist, sorry, that was suggesting that if you watch true crime stories to relax yourself, that it might be considered a major red flag. Her name is Dr. Ther- Ther- Therma, it's either Therma or Thelma Bryant. And she's a mental health expert. And she warns that you might be seriously disturbed and or you don't process trauma in a healthy way if you watch these types of shows. And I told y'all before, I, I listen to murder, mystery, mystery, serial killer, documentary type shit on, while I'm at work. Um, I watch fucking, I'm an avid um, viewer of Law & Order, SVU, only SVU. I don't like all the other ones. Um, Chicago med chicago fire shit like that but i think it's more so because i like the characters like i like things that i can like get to know the characters i don't i'm not a big movie movie person because like after the what hour hour and a half then the movie's over then these people are gone but like series and shit i get to know the people and identify with them like like auntie olivia and uncle stabler you know shit like that so i like the characters, but I also like the murder mystery stuff, maybe because I want to figure out what's, like, who did it, or how they, whatever, I don't know, 
I don't know why <laughs> I like this shit, but according to this um, mental health expert, she states that something may be wrong with you, namely maybe me, whatever. So she also states that people who consume violent media most likely do so for a specific reason. <sighs> she suggests that it might be because people are associating the trauma that they are watching with that of which they have endured themselves. Um, simply put, because they're familiar with it. I don't necessarily, I'm not a psychologist, psychiatrist, or anything. I'm not that uber educated to figure these things out on my own, so I don't know. But I, if I had to say, you know, this is true or not for myself, I would have to say it's not because I haven't, like, I've never witnessed a, a murder. I've never witnessed, you know, a kidnap. Like, shit, like, I haven't, I've never witnessed any of these things. Um, so I don't think that that's why I watch it. But um, she also suggests that it could be a red flag and a bigger sign that you need counseling. <laughs> and I'm laughing because I definitely fucking know that I need counseling, but it's not because I watch murder mystery type shit or because I like, you know, violence or anything like that. Because I really don't like violence. Like I can't watch, even if it's just a fucking show, I can't watch somebody like being bludgeoned to death. And, you know, like I'll turn my face and like, I can't watch that kind of shit, but like the mystery part of things, I do like that, especially with, like with the law and order shit. So she also, she goes on to say that a lot of us grew up in high stress situations. So some people mistake peace as being boring. She says to come home to yourself, you have to lean into the discomfort because it's going to feel unfamiliar. I've heard of that with certain people, like a lot of like with people who like drama, people who like to always stir the pot, people who like to keep shit going, you know, that they are not accustomed to a peaceful environment. So that's why they like the drama. Like if you're if you've ever been with somebody in a relationship with somebody or even in a fucking friendship with somebody and it's like they're always like on, on level 10, ready to fight about some shit or and if you're the type of person who's just like, okay. Like, you know, giving one word answers or just don't feed into the negativity or feed into the to the trauma and shit. Like they think you're boring, you know, they like try to egg you into a fight or an argument because they're not used to peace. They're not used to somebody not fucking arguing with them. They're not used to someone not putting their hands on them or whatever. However, the violence or the, the trauma, the drama um, unfolds for them. They like it. I think some people feel like they're not important if they're not engaging in some kind of drama. So I do agree with that part as far as, you know, me liking the, or, or people liking the, the violence because, you know, it feels familiar to them. I don't think I agree with that part. Anywho, so as I was, um, so I did my research on that and I said, had said before that I was going to look that up because it's like for her to say, you know, people who watch these kind of things, you know, something might be wrong with them. So I said, oh, well, let me go fuck check and make sure ain't nothing wrong with me. So I did. Um, as I was walking and talking to myself, cause there is no one to talk to. People tell me why, why I do what I do. Anyway, as I was walking and talking to myself and thinking, I do a lot of thinking. I be overthinking shit. I came up with, okay, so, I've been trying to get my five miles in by any means necessary. So my daughter, she's six. She has a an old stroller that 
was just laying in, in her godmother's trunk. So I was cleaning out her trunk one day for her to put some more shit in it. I was like, let me throw this damn stroller away. Ain't nobody riding in this goddamn stroller. She She's way too old to be riding in the stroller. And the stroller is one of those types. It's a jogging stroller. And it has the wheels that you have to pump it up. Like, how you know, you put air in your car or your bike. You'll put air in these tires. So I have a portable pump. And I'm like, let me, let me see something. Because, again, I be overthinking shit. I be overdoing shit. I, I don't know how to fucking sit down. So I pumped the, the tires up. I was like, okay, these tires feel kind of firm. I was like, Nene, come come get in this stroller. Let me see. Let me see if these tires are gonna deflate. And she got in the stroller. Mind you, she's six, climbed up in the stroller, strapped herself in. I was like, let's go. I was like, fuck it, let's go. You know, so we've been doing our, our five miles. Um, if not every day, then every other day. She and I have been walking. So as I'm walking with her the other day. And she's like, um, asking questions, you know, toddlers, anybody who has children or has been around you, if you're an aunt, uncle, whoever, you've been around children, anytime you tell them to do something, it's why. Anytime you say anything, why, 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 why? And her asking why kind of like triggered me in a good way, deeper into my thoughts. So I wrote down, you know, be like a toddler. Meaning, like us adults, I think we don't ever ask why. I think that we need to start asking the what, when, why, how, what ifs, you know, all this shit when it comes to meeting a potential partner, a potential suitor, a potential whoever it is that you're courting or, or who, who is trying to court you. So I think it would, it would save a lot of us a lot of wasted time and energy in the long run. Yes, of course, we're not going to ignore the fact that people pretend well and that their representatives, quote unquote, often do a lot of the initial legwork. You know, when people meet you, they're telling you everything that, that they think you want to hear or they're putting on their their um their, their mask and they're acting like they're this and they're acting like they're that. And it's not until it's fucking too late when the mask comes off, then you find out this motherfucker was a fraud. So I think that we need to ask the questions of both them and of ourselves. I think that once you ask a lot of the questions, or, or maybe maybe asking is not the, the right terminology, even though I think it is, but more so paying attention and maybe asking yourself, why is this person like this? You know, or what the fuck do they mean by that? You know, I think that it'll reveal a lot of the hidden um, red flags or maybe some of the flags that maybe we might ourselves choose to ignore. Because like, Let's be fucking for real, ladies. How many times has a man, quote unquote, playfully said some shit like, I want you all to myself, or you belong to me, or, you know, just something that, and you, he, 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 he's so cute that, you know, he, he's all, we don't say possessive, we're like, he's so cute, he's so jealous, and then you, you fuck around and find out that that motherfucker really is possessive, crazy, and jealous. You know, I think that when people, like, for example, like if someone makes a statement like that, it's like, why would they say some shit like that? 
And don't use your ego and be like, oh, because, bitch, I'm, I'm, I'm the bag. This nigga ain't trying to fumble the bag. No. <laughs> Look at it as in, why would he say some shit like this? Like, I'm just meeting you. Or why, not, even if I'm, I'm not just meeting you, like, why would, why? You know? Um, or, like, if somebody claims that they got all this, <laughs> got all this shit, going on for them they got all these plans for the future and they're they're making moves out of here and they're doing this and i'm going back to school for that and i have this going on i have this investment over here and i have that and this and that and then you're like okay you know initial conversation you're like all right i, I could i could rock with that you know it's sounding good and then fucking months down the line it's like wait it's fucking september huh? didn't don't don't school start in september but you still here <laughs> you know I thought you were going to school. You know, what happened to all them investments? Because you asking me to borrow money. What the fuck is that about, you know? What happened to all the plans and shit that you had that you said you had in motion, all the balls you had in the air, all the things you said you had going on? What, what happened to all that? You know, I think we should ask the questions. But what I think is even more important than us asking them these questions is us asking ourselves you know like why does this person speak to their mom the way that he does you know what does does he respect women you know what the fuck is going on are you going to talk to me like that when you get upset or do you think you're going to talk to me like that when you get upset you know why does this person act how does how do they act over a minor disagreement like you blowing shit out of proportion not to minimize anybody's feelings but it's like um my guy they got your order wrong in the drive through it's okay you don't have to throw a whole ass temper tantrum you know you know you need to ask the questions why do you only date women of a certain culture why do you only date older women are you looking for a mommy figure you know why do you only like women of a certain financial stature is this a come up for you what do you plan to attain you know how do you plan to attain all these things that you say that you want what does a successful relationship look like for you how do you curate that like what is your plan and i think you need to ask yourself are you willing to ignore what you might deem as a red flag what is it that you yourself or what's in yourself that is allowing you to compromise ask these questions of them and of yourself you know don't take i'm sorry don't take people just at fucking face value because people pretend well people pretend well and people pretend well for a long fucking time and also don't let your expectations lead you you know i think that we for the most part think fairly highly of ourselves as we fucking should i think we all have a set of standards practices beliefs boundaries that we live by or we should you know a certain way that we expect our partners to treat us or just expect people to treat us how they say people treat you how you allow them to treat you or how you make them treat you you know, if you don't respect my presence, you gonna, what is it? You gonna respect my absence or some shit like that. Basically saying you can't respect me. Why the fuck I'm here? I'm out. You know, you treat people how to, how to treat you. 
if you plan on having, you know, if you want to be with this person, it's like there's a certain criteria that we expect our partner to possess and ways that we expect them to, to them to be with us and ways that we expect them to treat us. If you plan on having kids, there's a certain way that you would want to parent, I'm sure, and you would expect your partner to have a certain, at least similar parenting style to yours. You know, if you have goals of a home, you know, being a homeowner or or, a property, you know, flipping houses or whatever the fuck it is, you need to have certain systems in place to achieve that goal. And you'd expect your partner to as well. I, I say all that to say this is that stop expecting shit and actually have a conversation about it. You know, I think it's one thing to expect like, okay, well, I want a man who makes X amount of money and he's going to take me on trips to go to this place and he's going to do this for me and he got to be blah, blah, blah. And he got to be romantic and he got, let that motherfucker know this is what I'm expecting. Like, I think right off the rip, this is what I expect. This is how I want to be treated. These are the things that I bring to the table and vice versa. I'm so tired of this fucking table. But um, these are the things that I bring to the table. This is the, the princess treatment that I feel like I deserve. And there's no compromising on that. If you are going to rock with me, you're going to rock with me. If you're not going to rock with me, then see you later. Somebody else will. You can't just go into it and expect that he figure these things out or that he knows that these things are, you know, the, are, are your standards. You can't expect that this person, he's not a mind reader. She's not a mind reader. You have to let these people know these are what my expectations are so they can decide whether they're going to roll with it or not. And so that you can decide if they're the person to be that person for you. Because not all the time that person is, is the person, you know? I don't think that we should be expecting people to, to be a certain way. I think we should let them know this is the type of person that I like. This is the type of treatment that I like. And yes, the catch-22 to that may be that sometimes you'll tell somebody, these are the things that I like to do. These are the places I like to go. This is how I am. And that person can very well um, manipulate and, 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 and act like they're that person and then end up not being that person. But again, it goes back to the whys. Ask yourself the whys. This person said that he's the type that likes to buy roses. He knows that that's a, the princess treatment that I expect. I expect roses. Me and this nigga been together six months. I ain't seen not one rose, not even a motherfucking bud, not no, no thorns, no nothing. You know, so you, you, you ask yourself these questions. Why haven't I seen these roses? Because that motherfucker was lying. <laughs> but, um, You need to figure out if you and that person are in alignment with each other. How they say, keep your standards high and your expectations low. Don't expect shit from people because sometimes people be trash. Keep your standards high and trust me, the right person will hop up, reach up, grab a chair, climb up to, to meet those standards. I think... All these things should be discussed when committing into a relationship. I think that a lot of people, we go into relationships like, okay, this feels different. This feels not toxic like my last. 
relationship this doesn't feel like my ex this person adores the ground I walk on this person is doing all the things that I've always wanted to do and then bam you're in a fucking relationship but you don't even know the person you knew their representative and possibly they knew your representative because that's who's doing the footwork that's the that's the one who's out there saying i'm gonna do all these things to make this person you know head over heels over me and then i'm gonna show my true fucking ass once we committed and then you locked in i mean not locked because you ladies you always have a choice fucking leave but then it's like your heart is caught up in the shit and this person wasn't who the fuck they post posted who they claim that they was you know you need to ask the questions like deep questions and not even just ask the questions because again people lie people pretend well ask the questions of the of them and of yourself and then sit back and fucking watch and wait and see because actions definitely fucking speak louder than words People can tell you whatever the fuck they want to tell you, but actions definitely speak louder than words. And when you see those actions, certain actions that don't match up, that are not in alignment with what the fuck they said, it's time for you to make a decision. You going to rock with this shit, you going to overlook it, and then then be heartbroken in the end, or you going to nip this shit in the bud like, "Mm, you know, this, this ain't what I signed up for. And it might sound petty, but it could be something small, like, we said we was going on a date. You said you'd pick me up at 8. You don't get here till 8.30, 8.45. Yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going because this is not what we agreed on. My time is precious. You're wasting my time. Next. Next person. Next candidate. Because my, my standards are high. You know, ask the questions like, what does a healthy relationship look like to you? A lot of people don't know. How do you want to be treated here? What do you expect of me as a partner? Now, let me tell you what the fuck I expect from you, what my standards are, what my practices are, how my life goes, you know, especially if you are, ladies, a single mom. You only got a certain time for certain shit because we got other things to do. We got to keep it pushing. We got kids to take care of. We got careers that we're, that we're, we're developing or that we're well into. We got our bodies to be working on, you know? So it's like, whatever time I can carve out for you, I'll carve out for you, but you better fucking respect it. You better appreciate it because I don't get a lot of free fucking time. Matter of fact, I don't get any free time. I'm making time for you. Take your time as well before committing to somebody. I would say prolong the talking stage. Drag that bitch the fuck out. Drag that shit out so long that their representative gets tired and leaves. So now you can see their true fucking personality. Back to the red flags. Y'all know I'll be on I'll be on Beyonce's internet. So this other therapist said the other day, he was talking about red flags. And I'm I and I quote. It's not that you're ignoring the red flags or that you don't see them. It's that they're so familiar to you that they feel like an invitation back home. End quote. Bitch, when I fucking tell y'all that shit sent me, 
when I tell y'all, I literally was laying in my bed. I sat up and grasped my chest like, oh, he's talking to me. <laughs> like, how he know me like that? This is just some little white man on Beyonce's internet. How he know me like that? And I had to sit back and, and think about myself as well. Like, you're not ignoring the red flag. Because I'd be saying to myself, oh, bitch, I was ignoring red flag because I wanted to see the good in a motherfucker. I was ignoring this. I was ignoring that. I'm always talking about ignoring red fucking flag. Or, or there was a time when I was like, bitch, I collect red flags. This is six flags, you know. This is a circus. But, you know, it's joking around. But to hear somebody actually say, it's not that you're ignoring the red flags. It ain't even that you don't see the shit. You see it. But you thought they was waving your black ass back home. That shit touched me. It really did. Because it's like sometimes, y'all know I'm all about accountability. Sometimes it ain't the other person all the time. Yes, that other person plays their part. But I think that when you are dealing with friends, and that relationship goes awry or you're dealing with a relationship and that relationship goes awry. I think both both parties play their part, maybe some more than others, but I believe, I'm a true believer that both parties play their part. You know, when I was with my children's father and we haven't been together for a while, but I can definitely sit up here and tell you all the fucked up shit that he did, all the fucked up shit that he did to me. But it wouldn't be fair for me to just say, he did this, he did that, he did that. Oh, Lord, I can't stand to see a... Oh, Jesus, sorry. <laughs> I can't stand to hear a motherfucker say, this person, they, 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 they. Motherfucker, what did you do? What did you do? You did something, too. You played a part, too. Even if it's something that that people probably wouldn't call a fault, even if you stayed too long, even if you... you made excuses for their behavior you still played your part you know i will not sit up here and say i didn't play my part in the relationship with him i played my part because i stayed too long because seeing the red flags and choosing not to do anything about them because you want to see the good in somebody. Ignoring the red flags, dealing with the red flags maybe because you feel like this person's going to change. If I just love this person enough, they're going to change and be everything that I expected, back to the fucking expectations, that I expected them to be. And that ain't always the case. You will waste precious, long amounts of years trying to love a motherfucker into their greatness. Trying to wait for somebody to fucking change. People don't change if they don't see anything wrong with their actions. Why should they? They're comfortable. It's not hurting them. They're still benefiting, especially if you are in a, you know, if we're talking about relationship type shit, if you are in a relationship with someone who's beating, cheating, 
who's not taking care of finances, who's not doing taking care of kids, who's just staying out all night, who's just who's not in the relationship. They ain't in it to win it. They they're not really committed in the relationship. If we're talking about things like that, why should they change? To be honest with you, their actions are not hurting them. Their actions, they suffer no consequences because you decide to stay. They're not losing you. So why should they change the behavior if there's no threat there? Or even better yet, they're not going to change the fucking behavior because they see nothing wrong with their behavior. So you could up and leave. They don't give a fuck. They're going to go find the next victim. And ladies, y'all going to be mad at me because I want to say it's a majority of us that break our own heart with our expectations. We always expected a motherfucker to be this person or to be the, this way and listening to what they say and taking them at face value. You know, they might do a little bit of the stuff that we like, even though it ain't a lot of bit of the stuff that we like. And I'm not just talking about sex. I'm talking about like financially taking care of you, you know, making you feel protected, making you feel loved, wanted, desired, all that good shit. They might do a little bit of it in the beginning. So we take it as in, oh, yeah, OK, so he's that dude. He's the one he, you know, and we expect that this behavior is going to continue or we expect that it's even going to fucking get better we break our heart with our own expectations we break our hearts with our own potential as far as and not our own but as far as trying to see the potential in a motherfucker you'll be with somebody and you're like okay i know he don't have x y and z to bring to the table even though i do even though i worked hard the fuck to get it he can too i'm just gonna help him just a little bit I'm just going to wait it out with him. And I'm, you know, if, you, if I love him, then I got to help build him up. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And and, and men, don't take offense to this because I'm not just talking to y'all because there's, you know, women out there who, who date other women and, and it could be the same fucking way. So let's just say people. But I just say he because whatever. But stop falling in love with potential. You'll be with somebody. You'll have your shit together. And because that person is whatever, whatever the fuck attracted you to that person in the beginning, whatever attracted you to them to make you want to stay with them and make you want to help them and make you want to build them up and make you want to support them along their journey is whatever. That's your prerogative. However, I implore us people, I'm not going to say just women, even though I believe it's mostly us women, that we fall in love with potential and we end up staying with a motherfucker who say they're going to do all this shit. And then they end up fucking not doing it. And then here you are stuck. You busting your ass every day. You bust your ass to get to where you're going. And then you got with this potential ass motherfucker. And now they ain't doing shit. And then we're like, but I love her. Or I love him. Or I love whatever, whoever, whatever, whoever you're dating. I'm in love now. And now I'm stuck because I fell in love with fucking potential. And this motherfucker didn't move not goddamn one inch you know, you, you had these upward and onward hopes and dreams and aspirations of things that you said that you were going to do, but you ain't took one motherfucking step towards it. But us being who we are, I think that women are, are very nurturing. So again, guys, so maybe this is probably why I do speak more so to women, because first of all, I am a fucking woman, but we have this nurturing, caringness about us, you know, that we're always trying to love somebody into their greatness and lift somebody up with us 
and I'm going to take you with me. We do this shit with our friends too. You know, we do this shit with our friends. It's like, okay, I know I, I accomplish X, Y, and Z sis, why don't you go and do it too? Why don't you come with me? Why don't we do this together? Or why? Let me show you, let me put you on game. Even though that person, sorry, person may not have the same goals, dreams, desires, or drive that you do, but we're always trying to drag somebody up with us. You know, and I think that we need to stop falling in love with potential, focus on ourselves more. Um, and maybe one day that right person who hits all those, you know, bells and whistles and green flags for you will come along. Like I tell my daughter all the time, where you're going, your friends can't go with you. Man, I be telling my kid a lot of shit that I don't be fucking listening to myself. Um, but yeah, a lot of the places where you're going, your friends can't go with you. Your man can't go with you. Your woman can't go with you. And I know it sounds fucked up because it's like, well, that's my man or that's my woman or that's my friend. But if somebody is not upwardly mobile as you are, if that person chooses to be stagnant and you choose to elevate, it's not your assignment to force somebody into their greatness. You can love somebody into their greatness if they are doing the work, if they are trying to elevate, if they're doing what they're supposed to do for themselves, you can definitely be there, babe. I'm going to hold your hand. We're going to do this together. You got homework tonight? All right. You know, I'm going to go sleep on, on the couch or whatever, or you, you know, so you can have, the, I don't know, whatever, whatever, however the fuck the support looks like for you. I'm going to be there to support you because I see you trying. I see you doing. So I'm going to support you. I'm going to love you through this. I'm going to love you to this because it, honestly, in the end, it benefits you. But if that person is not doing shit that they said they were going to do, it's not your assignment to drag them with you because I don't think you can necessarily even drag anyone with you where you're going. If you have dreams and aspirations of, whatever the fuck it is, something great, something grand. And your mate, your friend, your partner is not on the same page. It's kind of a roadblock for you. I think that it could cause a rip in the relationship. So again, it goes back to ask these questions in the beginning, right? Ask the questions of them, ask the questions of yourself and also observe shit. Look at patterns, look at like fucking reality, look at the actions because actions speak louder than fucking words. But it's like, if you say, I'm going to do this, or if we say together, we're going to do this, these are the things that we're going to accomplish, these are the things that we're going to do. And then you turn back and you look and your partner is not fucking pulling their end of the bargain, they're not pulling as much fucking of the wagon that you are. It's kind of like, well, what the fuck? We said we was going to do this. Or, you know, even if it's not, y'all are not working on the same goal. It's just goals, period. If that person's actions don't match up with their words, I think that you have to make a decision on whether this relationship, this friendship, this part back to partnership. We talked about partnership last week. Is hold if it's going to fucking hold you back i think potentially like just thinking about like past relationships that i've had where it's like 
I'm doing this. This is what the fuck I said I want to do. This is what the fuck I'm going to do. And it's funny because a friend of mine, I had drinks with her a few weeks ago. And she was like, one thing I have to say about you, Yada, is you always trying something. You always doing something. If you say you're going to do something, you go and fucking do it. So thank you for recognizing that. But if I say I'm going to do something, I want to go and do it. I'm going to put, I'm going to write the shit down. I always start my plan with writing shit down, overthinking shit, rewriting it, leave it alone for a minute, come back to it, and then start, you know, putting my plan in motion bit by bit. So I think that when you're with somebody and you both are saying, you know, saying you have these plans or saying you want these things and you start to put your plan in motion, but your partner, your friend, whoever it is, doesn't put their plan in motion. I know for me, myself, I'm looking at you sideways. Like, I thought you said, you know, and I'm going to try to love you into it and help you. But if you just, if I'm pulling to the left and you pulling to the right, what the fuck am I supposed to do for you? And again, like I said, you know, learning from past relationships where I have been always like, it kind of sucks, the dominant one in the relationship. So it's like, I'll say I'm going to do something. I'll try to help the other person, my significant other, into doing what, the, what they claim that they wanted to do. They're being lazy with it or they're just not motivated with it or it was probably just fucking words and there was no intentions of actions being put behind it. I'm not sure, but whatever the reason is why they're not doing what it is that they said that they're going to do. I'm still going to go and do what the fuck I said I wanted to do. I'm still going to go and do what the fuck I want to do. And I'm still going to go and do what the fuck I definitely need to do. So I've had experiences with partners where it's like, I'm doing too much. You always doing something or like my, my kid's father had said to me one time, you think you're better than people. I have no fucking idea how me wanting to be productive, how me wanting to be successful, but how me wanting to get into the union, how me wanting to get a job, how me wanting a career, how me wanting a house, how me wanting to motherfucking elevate equates to me thinking that I'm better than people. It's not that I think I'm better than people. It's just that when I was trying to help you and I was trying to love you into your into your purpose and your plan, you weren't ready to go. So I let go of your hand and you stayed there. It's not that I thought that I was better than anyone, but I wasn't going to allow you to hold me back. And I can't, I can lead you to the fucking, to the water, but I can't make you drink. It's not that I think I'm better than anybody, but I'm going to leave you where the fuck I found you. Because too many years we spend, especially us women, we spend falling in love with somebody's potential, trying to love a motherfucker into their greatness, and they don't have fucking intentions on being great. <laughs> so then it, it, it causes a rift in the relationship because you get shit like you're doing too much, or you think you're better than people, or then you left me, you left me. Motherfucker, you was holding me back. I couldn't breathe. And not for nothing, if we was in a relationship, especially if it has something to do, if you are with somebody who you have children with, and it's like, okay, we both fucking sitting here not doing shit. Who the fuck feeding the kids? Who's taking care of the goddamn kids? At least one of us got to be doing some shit. Ladies, we... Men, don't, I'm not ignoring y'all, but ladies, we got to fucking stop falling in love with potential. We have to stop, I'm sorry, and I know this whole, especially with social media, you see this shit all the time, it's like, 
bitches always asking what you bring to the table, the table, the table, the table. Like I said earlier, I'm tired of this motherfucking table. But the reality of it is, and I think that we need to be more conscious of who we allow in our energy. And if that means that you're, you're a super badass bitch, okay? I'm going to paint this picture. You a super badass bitch. You got the house. You got the car, whatever car you drive in. A nice car, whatever whatever the fuck is a nice car these days. I don't know. You got the car. You got the house. You taking care of your kids. You got whatever. You stepping out. You looking good. You smelling fresh. You got your career. You ain't got not a motherfucking worry in the world. Not, not no worries. So that's not fucking realistic. But you know what the fuck I'm saying. You got it going on. Like, bitch, you, you is the bag. You the bag, bitch. And if anybody fumbles this, they fumbled, they fumbled the motherfucking bag. You is the bag. If you is the bag, why the fuck you gonna be with a motherfucker who's a, who, who, who's a napkin? If you bringing all this shit to the table, why you gonna settle for somebody who's, who's a napkin? You know, like, and I'm not talking about just material shit. I'm not. So don't get it twisted. I'm not talking about material shit. I'm just talking about you being the bag. So let me repaint that picture. Yes, you got it going on financially and, 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 and whatever, materially. But I'm talking about your spirit, your spirit, your energy. You are a good person. You do good by people. You do right by people. You take care of your kids. You're always smiling every day. You got a happy fucking heart. Your energy is 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 magnetic. People will gravitate towards you because of who the fuck you are. Why would you get with somebody who who doesn't fucking equal that? Why would you get with somebody who can't match your fucking energy? Why would you let somebody else come into your circle of happiness? I believe we have a 360 degree circle of happiness around us. Don't let no motherfucker inside that circle who's going to deplete you of your fucking energy and your happiness. So that's what I mean when I say you you is the bag. I'm not, ne- not necessarily just talking about the material things. I'm talking about just you being an overall, the whole fucking package. Why would you get with somebody who don't even have a stamp? Make it make sense. You know, p- people will say, you know, you got to meet people where they're at. Sometimes you got to fucking leave people where they're at, too. I think, especially as women, we fall in love with fucking potential. We fall in love with men for potential. We fall in love with other women for potential. We fall in love with just somebody else's fucking potential. They could, they have the potential to be great. You're not their mother. It's not up to you to make them be great, to walk them into their greatness. That's something that their mama should have did. That's something that their father should have did. That's something that their fucking teachers, their educators should have did. It's not your responsibility. Again, you can be with a partner. You can support your partner if they're making moves. If you're with a partner, friend, whoever, and they're not making the moves, they're just talking about the moves, but they're not moving, it's time for you to move. We got to stop falling in love with fucking potential. Because somebody else, you, you waiting for somebody else to step into their purpose will fuck you up mentally. Because you here fighting tooth and nail trying to make shit work with a motherfucker who probably didn't even have any intentions on making this shit work with you. But they're here because it benefits them. 
but you fighting tooth and nail to try to walk this person, baby step this person into their purpose, into their greatness and love on them. And I know you could do it, babe. You got this, babe. Meanwhile, babe is looking at you fucking sideways like, bitch, leave me the fuck alone. I don't even want to do this shit right now. I don't even want to do this shit. I never even had no motherfucking intentions on doing any of the shit that I told you about. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's the fucking truth. Some people will talk you and potential you and I got plans for this. Like I was talking to my other daughter the other day. She was saying she saw her ex and she said when she met him, you know, he was talking about all these plans and he was talking about not just plans for him, but plans for them together. And this nigga always had a fucking notebook and he's walking around with this notebook and he's writing down all these ideas and all these plans and all this. Da, 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 da. Here it is. Five years later, fast forward, same fucking notebook, no plan. The plans are still in the book. And that's the only fucking place they go in is in the motherfucking book. They ain't never came to fruition. They ain't never, there was no effort ever put towards them. There was, there's just a notebook with some paper in it. Maybe one day somebody else will find the notebook, you know, in the archives or some shit and they'll put the plan in motion. I don't know. But it's like, she fell in love with his fucking potential because he's talked a good fucking game. We got to stop falling in love with potential. I know some of y'all men is out there like, well, y'all stupid. We not stupid. Some of y'all, y'all, it, it's, it's love. Or maybe it is stupid because love does make you fucking do stupid shit. But guess what? If we wasn't stupid, some of y'all ass would, would be single. Some of y'all wouldn't even be born because if your mama wasn't stupid enough to fall in love with your fucking father, you wouldn't be here. Anywho, <laughs> men, y'all do it too. Y'all fall in love with, with potential. Y'all fall in love with, with, I can't even say y'all fall in love with potential because honestly, I know a lot of women that I know are upwardly mobile. A lot of women that I know don't just talk a good game. I take that back. There's some bitches I know who just talk a good game. But a lot of women that I know don't just talk a good game. Like they don't just talk about it. They are about it. But men, y'all fall in love with, with a big butt and a face full of fucking makeup. So y'all can't sit here and say we stupid. Anyway, y'all, it's Sunday. This is supposedly the day of rest. So let me wrap this shit up so that I can go rest. Because tomorrow's Monday, all fucking over again. And if you're like me, you have bills, you have responsibilities, you got to get your ass up and go to work tomorrow and deal with kids tomorrow. All the kids are on vacation. Lord Jesus, help us all. But yeah responsibilities responsibilities i want to be like tommy pickles i don't want any more responsibilities or however the fuck you said it but alas i do have fucking responsibilities so i gotta get up tomorrow y'all gotta probably if you don't have to get up tomorrow i guess happy whatever the fuck this holiday shit is supposed to be enjoy the fucking day off especially if you get paid for it um thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of unfiltered podcast again don't forget to go on my site and check out the merch get yourself a t-shirt i've been seeing some of y'all walking around with t-shirts y'all make me so proud and y'all make me smile and make and bring a tear to my eye so thank you guys for doing that um tell a friend to tell a friend to tell your mama's friend to tell her friend tell an enemy listen to unfiltered podcast every wednesday at lunchtime which is noon for most of us on all streaming platforms any place that streams podcast episodes i'm on there unfiltered that's with a capital t-e-r-d thank you guys